When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, listeners, and welcome back to A Pod of Their Own's Mench of the Week. I am Allison McCaig, and I am joined this week by my lovely co-hosts, Linda Surovich. Hello, Linda. Hey, Allison. And Maggie Wigan. Hello, Maggie. Hi, Allison. So our Mench of the Week this week is the Mets, uh, is a baby Met. (laughs) Uh, The Mets, uh, fantastic, uh, now starting catcher, hopefully here to stay forever, (laughs) Francisco Alvarez. Um, for a couple of different reasons, uh, not just his on-field performance, which has been fantastic, um, but because of a recent really fun story that was published by Anthony DeComo, um last week um, that I will just read a snippet of really briefly. Uh, this was last weekend. When Saturday's game against the Guardians was postponed due to rain, the Mets found themselves with an unexpected block of free time. Francisco Lindor went shopping and threw a pizza party for his family. Buck Showalter put in eight hours of office work at City Field. Francisco Alvarez, he texted Brett Beatty and Mark Vientos and invited them over for lasagna. The family recipe, which Alvarez says is more Venezuelan than Italian, includes noodles, ground beef, ham, cheese, and a white sauce. When Beatty received the invitation, he initially laughed. I was like, I'm going to watch you cook it because you're going to go buy it from the store and then tell me that you made it, Beatty said. But he made it and it was good. Real men cook. <laughs> yes. Just saying. No, Nothing against Brett Beatty for jumping there, but let's be clear. Exactly. Um, and Francisco Alvarez, may I remind the listeners, is only 21 years old and he's out here cooking lasagna, which Incredible. sounds amazing. Just to say, share the recipe, Francisco. I'm dying. Post recipe. We need it. Especially um, since Brave, since Beatty gave it a seal of approval or a zeal yeah. of approval. A zeal of approval. <laughs> lasagna is my go to uh, new baby gift i'll just like show up with a frozen lasagna with cooking instructions um and now i sort of feel like i need to um i need to up my game because it's just a regular lasagna i never even imagined venezuelan lasagna which i feel like would go over like gangbusters in my neighborhood so yeah come on francisco don't hold out on us yeah, please. We need we need either like like a cooking with Francisco thing from the amazing Mets uh, social media team who has been a mention of the week in the past. We know that you guys are capable of this content. We we know. Um, or we need uh, the latest episode of Mark Hanna's Foodie Chronicles to be this lasagna. We need it. We from need this my content. research. It looks like there's bechamel, a bechamel sauce involved. Yeah, that's what the white mm-hmm. sauce is. They, yeah. I guess they just don't say they like they thought they would confuse the readers by saying bechamel. Yeah, <laughs> but it's bechamel sauce. Um, 
I had actually mm. never had lasagna with bechamel sauce um, because that's not the way that my mom, my mom makes a fantastic lasagna. Um, she's not Italian, but she makes a really good lasagna anyway. Um, and that's, that's not the way I ever ate it growing up. Um, and the, the first time I ever made, I ever ate, not made, I've not made a lasagna actually ever in my life. Oh, it's super easy. I'll help you. Yes, please. Yeah, I need help too. Um, <laughs> It's such a great trick. Go ahead. <laughs> but yeah, the first time I ever um, ate a lasagna with a bechamel sauce was Michael's mom uh, makes it that way. Um, and I it, my life was changed. My life was completely changed. Um, I I love it so much. And it's like now I love it so much that it's like what I ask her to make when like when I visit. She's a fantastic cook. And when Michael and I visit her, like whenever she asks for requests, I'm always like, your lasagna. <laughs> um it's it to be clear it's still like italian in the sense that it's like just bechamel with like the beef and all that stuff but it's uh, i mean they're definitely traditional italian lasagnas that use they use a they probably wouldn't call it bechamel but like that use a cream sauce like my understanding it's a northern versus southern italy thing whether you use the cream sauce but yeah but Mm -hmm. the the addition of the ham in the in the uh, Alvarez recipe is like a whole new level that I had never considered, but oh, I'm so hungry. Don't do this changer. to me. Oh, there's a half a box of wheat thins with my name on it. I'm dying. <laughs> oh gosh. Got to keep this quick so that Maggie can get to her wheat thins. But yeah, that was, that was just whole, uh, like it's, this is kind of a two-parter mention of the week, both involve Alvarez, but like that this was the first part. It's just like, this story was just so wholesome. The idea of the baby Mets all getting together in Francisco Alvarez cooking them lasagna. I was and like, Alvarez having boys. like the confidence and the, the, you know, the position in the team that he does to feel like comfortable and ready to just like text all of his teammates. Like, Hey, lasagna at my place. Like that's perfect. Also, can we talk about like low key how wholesome it is that Francisco Lindor had a pizza party for his family? Like, I I just love how Francisco Lindor like spends every like waking moment that he's not playing baseball, like with his family. I love it. And can you blame him? They seem like just the loveliest family. Yeah. God, this is this goes into last week's mention of the week territory. But we love the the Lindors are my personal royal family. So is this like the second generation like cookie club, but it's lasagna club? Oh my god, I need a lasagna club. Sorry. Yeah. Lasagna I did not club. realize how hungry I was. Or like I, noodle club. It doesn't I, always have to be lasagna. <laughs> I will um I will put forth uh since cookie club's alliterative, I will put forth lasagna lads. Oh as an entry. <laughs> I I second that. I'll second that. Not to not to be like, you know, sex exclusive here, uh, gender exclusive, but um, like lads and lasses. Yeah, Yeah. lads and lasses. Uh, In this case, the club was all dudes. It was all dudes. I mean, it's all Mets players, so they're they're all men. But yeah, so lasagna lads. But, you know, if we expand beyond the confines of just the baby Mets, we can make it lasagna lads slash lasses. (laughs) Yeah, if they want to bring their girlfriends, I don't think any of them are married because they're all babies. <laughs> so, yeah. so girlfriends are invited if they're if they want to bring lasses. Yeah. Um. So the other aspect of this uh, of the, of Alvarez being the mensch of the week is just the 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 wholesomeness of the team rallying around him in the wake of the whole like Mets, you know, log jam at the catcher position that is 
incoming, um, as we already talked about on the main show, uh, you know, Gary Sanchez was designated for assignment, um, which wasn't that hard of a decision for the Mets to make. But the big I think the big decision is going to come when, you know, Omar Narvaez returns, because then they're going to have, you know, three catchers. And what are they going to do? And there was, you know, there were rumors uh, that the Mets were going to send down Francisco Alvarez. And despite the fact that the beat writers seem to be like, where did this come from? I have like, I don't know who said that Francisco Alvarez is being set, sent down. And it's like, buddy, you wrote it. <laughs> like, we didn't make it up. They floated out like via their their cho- their usual chosen mouthpieces. They floated out that maybe Alvarez was going to get sent down. And the the outcry was so strong, not just from, you know, the fan base who wants to see him stay, but his own team who wants to see him stay. And I thought that that was very wholesome. The pitching staff in particular talked about how, like, basically they'll be pissed if he gets sent down because they love working with him. And why shouldn't they? He's been a beast on both sides of the ball. And I also, I don't know if you saw the article that came out today um, in Newsday where... Um, the main quote was he sees the batters turn around and start arguing with the umpire and he feels bad for the umpire because he knows he stole a strike. I was like, this is so cute. Like he's so worthy behavior. Yeah. Like he's so confident back there. Like, yeah, damn, I just did that. (laughs) (laughs) And like, good for him that like, you know, he started off so bad. And he never got down on himself. And now he's flourishing to the point where his teammates have noticed, too. And he has the full support of his teammates. Like, right now, he's, like, basically a top three catcher in baseball. Yeah. Like, and there there are not that many catchers I'd take over him right now. No, and he's also, like, it's not like he had a, you know, a big burst at the beginning and now the league is adjusting to him. Like, he's just getting better and better. And defensively, like all the hand wringing about his defense was clearly for naught because that like that that came before the bat. Like yeah. he, he's been good behind the behind the plate from the jump. Like his framing's been excellent. His throwing's been excellent. Like, yeah, his like caught stealing percentage is probably not that good. I haven't looked it up, but like nobody's is right now because stolen bases are just like so up across the league because of the new rules, but like his throwing arm is clearly very good. He threw out a runner in the game today. Yep, sure did. Which the Mets won two nothing. <laughs> Yay! Yay! Vibes and are back. Vibes are back. <laughs> this this Mets season, I have never seen a Mets season that's been more like up and down than this one so far. Um, it's, it's like people pretty... keep throwing out the reverse cards and Uno. Reverse, 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 reverse. reverse. <laughs> um, but yeah, one one thing that has been constant throughout um, is that uh, you know since since he's come up is that Alvarez has been a huge bright spot for this team even when other in other areas they've been very tough to watch at times Francisco Alvarez has not been tough to watch he's been incredible and just the way like you know he's hit a, a few like really uh important home runs in the past like week or two um you know game tying go ahead homers um and the way he's just like he exudes confidence and the way he like flipped that bat like he's been here before oh it was great i love it give love me give me more of it inject it into my veins um, bye bye triple a never again nope. should this man see the minor leagues never again um 
And like, it's just like, please, Mets, you finally have a good catcher. This is what you wanted. (laughs) You've been searching for this for years. We haven't had a catcher this good since Piazza. Like, I am begging you to not send him down. Like, don't ruin it. We can rally around him. We have hope here. This needs to be the Mets catcher for the next decade. Like, Alvarez extension when, I am asking. (laughs) Well, just as a fan, like, when he comes up to bat now, it's like, oh, here we go. Like, I mean, you'd have that with Pete, too. But there's something about him where I tweeted where watching him, it's like when you're playing a video game and you, like, immediately put it on powder power swing every time. Like, that's what it feels like. Like, he's putting on the power swing today. And then they all go far. He doesn't hit cheap shots. They're all, like, way out, no doubters. And it just, from a prayer fan perspective, that's fun. And, and it's like, I don't want that taken away. And it's like the Mets, I mean, the Mets desperately needed another power threat in their yeah. lineup uh, to, to uh, you know, compliment Pete Alonso because Francisco Lindor hits a fair number of homers. Like he is, he he is liable like he to, did today. like he did today. He did. As we record he did. This. Um, or like five days ago, depending on what you're listening to. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> these, just so you guys know, a little, a little behind the scenes secret, we record these like kind of far ahead of time. So we're sorry if there's outdated information. Like, Does this count as inside baseball? Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, Francisco Lindor is liable to hit one out every once in a while. Um, but like Pete and France now Francisco Alvarez are really the two where it's like every at bat they come up, they could hit a homer and, and pitchers are need to be wary of them. And the Mets desperately needed that power infusion in the lineup. And I'm glad that Buck Showalter is like starting to realize that he should probably stop batting him ninth. (laughs) Rookie bats ninth. I think he's batted twice second twice now two days in a row or did he do yeah. it saturday because i miss saturday's game no, i think it was just sunday and today okay yep i think i think we're finally starting to realize that uh batting him ninth is not the right move uh, yeah he he shouldn't he shouldn't be batting ninth yeah i know that rookie bats ninth is like a thing but no he's i think he's established that uh he is a potent enough threat with the bat that he should probably be batting higher in the order. Um, and I think that that will stick, I hope. Um, so, yeah, I mean, he's just been a joy to watch. And regardless of what else happens this season, because, um, you know, the Mets have been the Mets have been a 500 ball club and playing like it. Um, no matter what else happens, at least um, this season will be marked by, uh, you know, Francisco Alvarez's first full season in the big leagues. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully he never sniffs the minors again. And we we can at least uh, take away this silver lining that we have hopefully found our catcher of the future. Uh, yeah, it's it's been a joy to watch him play. And uh, our lasagna lads, we love them deeply. Thanks lasagna for all of them. Lasagna for everybody. Um. So that does it for the Mench of the Week this week. You can go to homerunapplesauce.com to find all of our fantastic pods. You can support our work by going to patreon.com slash homerunapplesauce. You can follow Home Run Applesauce on Twitter and Instagram at hrapplesauce. You can follow this show on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at a pod of their own. You can follow each of us on Twitter. I am at Petite PhD. Where are you, Linda? At Linda Cervich. And you, Maggie? 
at Maggie162. You can email the show, aa.apodoftheirown at gmail.com. We love hearing from you guys. Like, hit us up on email or social media. If you have a suggestion for a mensch of the week you'd like us to do, like, feel free to shoot us a note. We'd love to hear it. Um, you can subscribe to the podcast uh, wherever you get your podcasts from. Just search Home Run Applesauce. You should find all of our pods right there. The original intro and outro music to this podcast is by Bunga. Let's go Mets. And don't forget, there's no crying in hockey.